Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. They call me the Emerald City Exile. Elon Musk purchased a crime scene, as someone said, and it's perfectly well said. He has revealed that there's every bit as much East Germany here as there was in East Germany when it comes to censoring people. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Uh, you know what doesn't make... Okay, we've been having a crazy conversation here on the program we've got a bunch of stuff to get into still don't worry but i gotta ask okay so trump was saying yesterday he had a big announcement he's gonna make big announcement there was a lot of speculation some people were like he's gonna announce that he's running for speaker of the house some were saying he's gonna announce a running mate or he's gonna i don't know something and he released this teaser where he was like a superhero and then some people were like is he the new superman because henry cavill is was fired from being the new superman because the people making the superman are soulless cretins who hate you and hate cinema and so we everyone was well if you're saying it's a big announcement i mean when you go out and you're like oh i got a big announcement you think it's going to be a big announcement right i'm thinking big things it's like i want a major award fred gile it's in a major it's a major award i'm like expecting big things and then he came out with what it was a little bit ago and it it's a digital trading card um he said my official donald trump digital trading card collection is here the limited edition cards feature amazing art of my life and career. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards. Very much like a baseball card, but hopefully more, much more exciting. I, I know that he wrote that part, and that's my favorite part of this. He says, go to collecttrumpcards.com. Get your cards now. $99 each. I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is where I stop because 90 Okay. Is this like an NFT? It's an NFT, basically, right? Like non-fungible token. Do you know what non-fungible token is Latin for? Uh, I can't say it on air. It's Latin for bull. That's what it's for. NFT translates to bull. That's what it translates to. Come on. It does, though. Can we just talk for just a second? What is with the NFT stuff? The board A, oh, sorry, non functional token. Same thing. Not Justin Bieber's NFT was one. Oh my gosh, it is a tax on stupidity, every, everybody. NFTs are a tax on stupidity. The non-functional token. So I didn't pay attention to this until they had what they called the bored ape. And it was a stupid drawing of a stupid ape. That's all it was. Some, this is, aliens are doing this to us to laugh at us. That's what this is. And they had, I'm reading, I can't believe how some of this went. How, how some of the prices for this stuff. They, they talked about the Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT, one of the most prestigious NFT collections around the world. It's a collection of the 10,000 NFTs. It depicts an ape with different traits and visual attributes. Jimmy Fallon and Pulse Malone and Steph Curry are amongst their star-studded owners. So the price of entry is 52 Ether or $210,000. $210,000. You heard that correctly. God. They, It's all the same ape. Like Gwyneth Paltrow got in on it. There was there was nothing. I'm watching a 50-something-year-old woman pretend to be excited about 
herself drawn as an ugly ass ape. I, I watched a video about this. I I was like watching real time South Park. That's what this was. It is real time South Park. I'm so excited. Look at my 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 board ape enough here. It's goopy. It's real goopy. I'm like, what is this? So stupid. Why? Here's the piece over at Forbes. I'm not even going to read the piece. It just says, are, are Bored Ape NFTs a good investment? All you got to do, here's the whole story. No. That's it. I think that it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's not anything you can physically put in your hands. So Kane and I, so Kane, don't even do it. He does, he, no, but I can tell you, he does this thing where he'll click his, he clicks his teeth like that. And I know that there's an objection. Not an objection. It's, but you're, it is an objection. You can think, say it's not. No, no, no. I think they're dumb. Yes. I think they're but, useless. Get to the butt. The, what I'm saying is but, that there have been people that made money off NFTs. There have been people that lost money on okay, NFTs. Okay, making money. They're, they're, they are monetizing stupidity, oh, not absolutely. the NFT. No, absolutely. I completely agree with that. I mean, it really, that's what it is. It's a vehicle to monetize stupidity. And it is a non-fungible token is what it's what it's called because apparently you can, it's set by the market. Non-fungible. The, the thing is, they you try, can't touch it. They try to uh, play to the capitalists out there and they say, well, this is just a supply-demand issue. Like if, if the supply oh is gosh. low, the demand increases and that's how your value goes up. So they do these limited but runs. But that's measured on rarity. And how can you measure rarity when you can just copy it and because save it? Because of the unique data that's embedded. Nobody gives a crap about the, that. The unique data embedded in the Guys, blockchain. Guys, look at my unique data in the blockchain. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it is. I'm not advocating for it. You keep, you keep acting like I'm Here's advocating the thing. for it. Me- worth, at least nowadays, is measured by partly by the ability to take it out and have other people look at it. Let's be honest, right? I have a friend who was <laughs> a friend of mine. She, she was wanting this she's a very girly girl and she was wanting this certain type of handbag and i was like i'm so tired of hearing you talk about this damn thing i hope your husband gets it for you and you shut up and she kept talking about it talking about it she finally gets it and um her and they went out to eat with a, another couple and the other woman got basically had like something had like the same thing long story short the woman's husband was like hey if you go to the bathroom when you get up go to the bathroom make sure you take your bag with you so people can see it that's like a I think that's part of what it is for people, but what I don't, that's what I don't get. Can you, you can't do that. I mean, at least with the trading card, you can be like, look at my Pokemon card, you know, like, whoa, look at my garbage pail kid card. Yeah. I mean, I would take my garbage pail kid cards to school and I'd be like, check it out, suckas, you know, and I'd have like the, I, I spent so much time curating these. <laughs> so it's like, why this, you cannot do this with, <laughs> you can't do this with it. Like, listen to this. Listen to this. I feel like I'm reading all, like, this is, if AI worked at a record store and wrote Hallmark scripts, this is what it would read as. According to Rarity Tools, Board Ape number 8135 recently held the highest custom Rarity score. Notable features for Board Ape number 8135 include a dagger in its mouth and a trippy captain's hat and a silver stud earring. Ka-chow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Where's the asteroid? Hit us now. So, like, you can actually be like, your mind's better because he's got a trippy cat in hat, right? You can do that? 
This is so stupid. <sighs> anyway, I mean, they have all these, like they, like Madonna. I finally entered the metaverse with my very own ape, a 61-year-old woman who filters her face to where it looks like the top of a wedding cake, and she's showcasing a poorly drawn. Oh, uh, Juan goes. It's a large-scale scam. <laughs> Juan's over here raging. He's like, it's a, it is. I just don't, I don't, I don't get the appeal. And they're expensive. Kane, what, I mean, if someone came up to you and was like, would you like to spend for like the low price of $25,000, you can get a special board ape and he's got an earring and a cigarette in his mouth. 25000 I'd be yeah. like, nah, I'd probably buy a car if I you know, I just was looking to spend twenty five grand, and they're not worth anything now, right? Well, it depends. Like I said, some of them, there have been NFTs that have essentially just evolved to worthlessness. What is the and, difference between the photo of the NFT that's used in the piece and the NFT? Uh, besides, apparently, the embedded data in the blockchain. I don't know. That's so stupid. Honestly, Nobody cares know. about that. What is the embedded data in the well, blockchain? Supposed to be what can it to, do for you? It's like having a serial number on your dollar bill or having having some sort of data that can be identified to that particular uh, item. So, in this case, a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is the stupidest thing ever. It really is dumb. I cannot believe how many people... This is... What was that... Uh, when they were trying to get everybody to invest in crypto and it, they at South Park did a whole thing on it. It was Matt Damon. And it was, uh, are you, in, are you in urine? And it literally was urine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't, I can't even deal with this. It's so ridiculous. I mean, it's such a scam. It's such a scam. So yeah, you're not, you're so as Lauren said, you're buying a link to, you're buying a link to a spot on the blockchain, not the art itself. Right. I mean, but it's rep- the art represents that spot on the blockchain. Yeah, man. So, it, it, yeah, this is this is so dumb. So I we had I had a bigger piece. Oh, yeah. The Trump trading card came out with it. And we're like, what in the world? So this is it's you just gonna literally that is because there will be people that buy this up. I don't know who they are. And people you know, are broke. I'm just saying they're broke. broke. We're about to start a recession. No one. I mean, I'm sorry, but no one's going to spend one hundred dollars on digital art i don't know if no one is an oh some people statement. will yeah some people will oh good so, yeah just like some i mean you can sell a pet rock to someone you can sell this i mean it's i just hate anything nft ish because it's so dumb i just i'm curious to see in the next week or two if these increase in value or decrease in value um i'm just gonna keep my eye on it i just i i'm not i'm glad you <laughs> so that's my job to do that i'm glad you are but I'm not, I'm not going to do it just because I just can't, man, I just can't. Uh, I just, like I said, people are broke. I mean, I have, I, every day I have a headline about how the, you know, this is more expensive or this is more expensive, you know, et cetera. <laughs> and, and then we're doing, okay, that's fine. <sighs> All right. That's it. You know, it's good. All right. Uh, anyways, we, uh, cause we got more here. I didn't mean to spend a whole thing on this, but. I just I'm amazed at the NFT stuff I mean, and and hopefully there isn't there hasn't been any more since that board ape thing right that was like the last thing and it looked so stupid that nobody oh because there are more people who come in who enter the market that are dumb and they don't know anything okay yeah hmm. I said it and I mean it I still mean it 
And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So this is a fascinating headline, and I I have did not realize this is a thing in Japan, but apparently it is. They call it road sleeping deaths. So people are being hit by cars because ever since they they re, they removed those COVID restrictions, well, not all of them, but a lot of them, they had people who would go out drinking, and after a night of heavy drinking, they fall down drunk in the street and pass out, and they get hit by cars. It's called road sleeping deaths, which that's not what we call it here. We would we would call that you got drunk and fell on the road and someone ran you over with a car, but they make it sound poetic, so they call it road sleeping deaths. The death toll from this, now think about it, They it's doubled in a year. They said that you're in like double digits. It's like nearing like 25 a year from this. And so they actually now, all of their taxis, they play a warning video in each of their 60,000 taxis warning people about this stuff. It's, it's fascinating and don't do that. I just, I mean, oh my gosh. AOC's climate change documentary is a total flop. Because it, it it shows her and climate change. And no one gives a rat's ass. No one cares. No one cares. It shows her pretending to hike and doing a bunch of other stuff. And I think what it only made... Oh, oh it brought in a whopping $10,000. $10,000 from Box Office Mojo. $10,000. So there you go. More states are banning TikTok from government phones, and it's asinine that it hasn't been done already because it's an entirely Beijing-owned app that tracks everything you do, gets access to your contacts, and goes from there. And if you think that that's not a big thing, go ahead and lick the chains that bind you to your overlords. But more states are finally banning them, at least from government phones. And it looks like now we're at least trying to ban Huawei. A bipartisan group of senators have introduced a bill to ban the Chinese telecom giant. Uh, It's called the Networks Act. It's set to impose sanctions on foreign telecommunications companies suspected to be engaged in economic or industrial espionage against American companies. And it was co-authored by Tom Cotton, uh, Senators Chris Van Hollen and Rick Scott. And apparently Chuck Schumer also. At least some of these people are starting to see how dangerous this is. And at least there is a little bit of a bipartisan effort. So we shall see. Uh, also, a couple of other things here. The uh, This uh, Xi Jinping had said of Vladimir Putin, pillow face McShakey leg, that I have a personality similar to yours. So the Wall Street Journal has a story about their deepening relationship. And how the Chinese leader has long admired Vladimir Putin. And now he's strengthening ties between the two nations with increased trade and energy partnerships. Now, they're not close enough to where Xi Jinping is going to get behind him with this situation dealing, you know, his invasion of Ukraine. But it is kind of interesting. It's something to keep an eye on. So coming up, they're saying that Ron DeSantis is anti-vax and it's a moronic assessment. We're going to talk about the people on his, his little commission coming up. The, the classic comedy Blaze of Glory is apparently happening in real life. You guys remember that movie? It was uh, Will Ferrell and the guy who was in Napoleon Dynamite who's hysterical. Yeah, he's one of the fun... That's one of the funniest movies to this day I've ever seen. So anyway, the Blaze of Glory was like a... It was a film. It was a parody. And now 
It's not. Daily Wire has a story about how in Canada, actually particularly Skate Canada, they tweeted out, we're pleased to be advancing, okay, our skating for everyone initiative, yeah, with the updated definition of team for pair and ice dance teams, yeah. Uh, The podium pathway definition of team will be revised to a team consists of two skaters, yeah. It's my Canadian accent. You can tell because I said, yeah. (laughs) They said that it was necessary for the ice dance and pair world to change their definition of team from man and woman, yeah, to just two people skating together, however they identify. That's from Scott Moyer, the Skate Canada coach and Olympic champion. So it is Blades of Glory. You're going to, you could have two dudes out there. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? The time of my life song and two dudes out there. It's going to totally be Blades of Glory. (sighs) Do they not know that they have accidentally become like a joke at this point? Yeah. So that's the that's the one headline I will agree that I have. The other headline comes from this woke Pennsylvania school board treasurer says she cannot vote for the, quote, only cis, cis white male? Wait, is it, okay, sidebar, Er, full stop. Is cis its own word, or are we acting, is it a prefix? It looks like a prefix, but it's its own word. Can it be whatever I want it to be? It's an adjective, I think. Because I feel like if we're just going to make stuff up, why stop there? I mean, cis just means normal. What if I just wanted to say sick and just reverse it? Oh, I guess it's free country. Do I mean, I can do you want. what I want, right? So it's the Upper Moreland School Board. The treasurer, Jennifer Solot, said she couldn't vote for the white dude to be their new board president, despite the fact that he was so per- like perfectly qualified. The father of three, Greg Delia, Delia who previously served as a Democrat-backed, uh, as a Democrat-backed area school director, he lost to a chick. The treasurer, Jennifer Solot, led the meeting until a new president was elected. She said it would send the wrong message to elect the dude. And she said that he's the, quote, only cis white male candidate. So it's sexism. So we, we this is sexism. What about his qualifications? Qualifications don't matter. Oh. It's the dangle of your dingle, man. Oh. That's what matters, matter? apparently. I'm just saying. So she, she said he's done. A, a, she said that uh, Stainback would do an exemplary job as president, et cetera, et cetera. This guy, I mean, he's he's previously served as an area school director. So they they were some people were petitioning for her to resign. Can you imagine if a man said, you know, she's the only white woman up here running, so I can't, or the only black woman up here running, or the only straight woman, or the only whatever woman up here? Can you imagine if a dude had said it? It'd be sexist. This is still sexist. It is absolutely still sexist. Man. I... And see, it's okay to be sexist to dudes, apparently. Because that's what third-wave feminism teaches. It's, you have to... You apparently right the wrongs by being as bad, if not worse, than the original. That's the, that's the philosophy, anyway. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> 
It's time for Florida Man. Man, I got some bangers here, let me tell you. So first off, a Florida man was caught stealing toys from the Toys for Tots donation jar. Come on. 34-year-old William Thomas Smith was arrested and charged with theft, Marion County Sheriff's Office officials said in a Tuesday Facebook post. They began investigating last week after the, after the donation jar was stolen from the dollar store. $800. Supposed to go to charity. They identified him. They took him into custody. Lame. lame A Florida man, another one, Fox 35, was accused of randomly punching people. Credit union customer sitting in his driveway, gas station clerk and a customer were all punched by the same stranger in Florida. Devin Wilbanks, 23. Does not look 23 is facing several charges, including battery, assault, burglary, and resisting arrest. So Hernando County Sheriff's deputy said the first incident happened around noon. A woman who was a customer at the credit union, she told deputies a strange man punched her in the face as she left the building and walked to her vehicle. She, they, Will Banks was not provoked, did not make any threats. He just hit her and just kept walking. And then the an employee uh, from Circle K called 911 to report that a man was punching people. When they arrived and made contact with the clerk, he was bleeding from the forehead, face, and mouth. He said that Will Banks entered the store and began swinging his fist and hit several customers. And then, as Will Banks left the store and the Circle K and walked around the corner down the road, he encountered a man just sitting in the driveway of his own house, and he went up and punched him in the face. The victim said he didn't know Will Banks and assumed he was approaching to ask for directions. So they finally located Will Banks at a bus stop and they placed him under arrest after a brief struggle. And uh, they don't they think he was maybe under the influence of some kind of narcotic. But so he's he's in the pokey. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. This is like the Michael Jordan fake meme where they said blank them kids. Lawn crime. Blank your kids. A Florida woman is accused of ramming a car full of children and using her vehicle to pin a man to a fence. Her name is Sasha Lemons. When life gives you lemonade, you ram a car full of kids and pin a dude to a fence. A 22-year-old woman in Florida is accused of intentionally, intentionally using her car over the weekend to hit another vehicle that she knew was occupied with young kids before pinning them into a fence and fleeing the scene. Sasha Keyshawn Lemons was taken into custody on Saturday, charged with five counts of aggravated battery on a person, using a deadly weapon as well as one count each of child neglect and leaving the scene of a hit and run, according to police records. Seminole County Sheriff's Office and Sanford Police Department. It was about 12 p.m. Uh, just a few days ago, and they said two witnesses told law enforcement everything. She was uh, refusing to leave despite everyone's attempt to get her away. She uh, was at a home of one of the victims, and they were into it, and uh, she got into her black Mazda with her younger son, began to chase down the Chevy containing the guy she was arguing with and two kids, and she rammed the car. The guy gets out, and she just pins him up against a fence with her Mazda. Oh, my gosh. And then gets out and flees. She's totally in jail. Totally in jail on a lot of counts. So, oh, she was also accused of causing more than $1,000 of property damage, which I can imagine. And tomorrow I'll tell you about how a Florida man was arrested after botching his in-home castration surgery. Yeah, don't be this guy. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. God rest Rush. 
I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Elon Musk purchased a crime scene, as someone said, and it's perfectly well said. He has revealed that the United States does not have a free media. He has revealed that we live in the country we were warned about. He has revealed that there's every bit as much East Germany here as there was in East Germany when it comes to censoring people. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.